Hi, this is The Me Journeys, and I'm Paige Tripp. I'm a mom of four girls who knows parenting isn't easy, especially when trying to heal and grow ourselves. Here, I share the real ups and downs I have faced on my own mindful empowerment journey and how I navigate healing through parenting. Join me on this journey and let's get mindfully empowered together. Hi, welcome back. It's me, Paige Tripp. Um, I am a mindful empowerment coach. I was a former um, middle school teacher and then I turned a stay-at-home mom and now after about 10 years or so of me battling through anxiety and depression and marital issues, weight loss issues, all of the uh, weight gain issues, not weight loss issues, but all of these things occurred after the birth of my children. And so I created the Me Journeys as a way to help people become mindfully empowered. Our mind is designed to tend to lean more towards the negative. It's just the human mentality. And so as I have journeyed myself through my own Me Journey, I have found that it is extremely important to remember that your mind, although it is meant to keep you safe, it is also very powerful. There is a quote that I came across that I just cannot get out of my mind. And it says, whether you think you can or you think you can't, you are right. And this is by Henry Ford. And it was just so powerful when I read it. And what it came to mean for me is that I have the creation power within me to create the reality I want to see. The biggest explanation I have for you for this is when you are thinking about buying a car, you start to picture it, you look at pictures of it online, and you start to think about it. And then all of a sudden, you're driving around and there it is over and over. And that's all you see when you're driving. Like, oh my God, I didn't even realize there's this many of these cars around me. I've never seen one before. Now that's all you see. The same goes for your mindset. And this podcast has kind of been all over the place in the past year. And that is because I have also still been growing in my own personal me journey. And I started the me journeys originally to empower people to connect to their body because my first major step towards my mindful empowerment was connecting to my body. I had lost so deep, that deep trust within my body my body was constantly screaming things at me um, and I just wasn't listening. And so I started yoga. I became a yoga instructor and I thought, oh, this is the power right here. Yoga is the cure to everybody's life. And I had the passion for that. And I still do. I love the, I love yoga. I think it's very important for people. However, I, I've started to transition myself into a mindset coach mentality because although I was connecting to my body, it got me only so far because my mind would come in and it would stop me from growing. It stopped me from doing things because it would try to prove me wrong over and over. And I recently, if you don't follow me on Instagram, you should go to Instagram and my handle is at m period e 
Harriet underscore journeys, or you can just type in me journeys and it comes up. Um, I just posted a very vulnerable video of myself that I had in my phone for some time and I didn't want to share. I wanted the world to view me as this mindful mother who also got it together. And I do, for the most part, can hold it together. (laughs) However, I'm still growing. And mindfulness parenting, what is funny to me is I sat here for over about a year now. No, actually, that's a lie. I sat here since April when I started my certification to become a mindset coach, a spiritual intuitive coach. And I showed up online how I wanted the world to view me, how I wanted to see me. And even through this podcast, there has been raw moments where I shared real things that happened in the past, but I haven't shared a lot of my journey after I've healed a lot of things. One, healing is not an end. There's never an end to our growth and there is always going to be challenge. So when I say healing, I mean healing things that I never dealt with. Uh, My childhood, my experiences with friends and bullying and um, relationships and not my self-worth. Those are things that I've healed in the sense of I've grown confident in. Healing does not mean that the trauma or the experiences leave your body. It simply means that you are less triggered by them and you respond differently to them. So when somebody is showing up in a way that triggered your wound, you start to show up in a different way. You don't let it bring you down. You don't overeat from it. You don't, you know, use substances to cope with it. You actually have tools and techniques to then show up in a different format in a different way that then create a healthier you, a you for the world, you know? So when I say healing, I don't want you to think that you're broken in any way because we are always whole. We are just, I like to say it's kind of like in the dark. And so all we have to do is just turn on the light. You know, you, you tell your kids, you, you put them to bed and, or you've been told as a child that, you know, the dark, there's nothing to be scared of. See, and then your parents turn on the light. Because although the darkness seems scary, the wounds, the insecurities, the issues, I'm reworking that one. Um, (laughs) I say issues a lot. Um, The problems and the challenges that arise in life, as they will, are scary in the dark when our mind is only seeing the dark. But as we begin to learn mindfulness tools, we can then use those as our light switch, switch. Excuse me. And so I like to think of you can't have light without the dark and you can't have dark without the light. They they coexist and they will always be there. They're never going to go away. So you need to learn how to balance the light and the dark within you because we all have it. And I posted a video of me crying in my bathroom as my bathroom has been my office for my own healing as it is the only place in my house that has a lock (laughs) and I can lock myself away and cry in peace. And sometimes I'll go into, I have two bathrooms. I have a half bath and then a whole bath with a shower and everything. And so when I really need to let out a good cry, I'll go into that bathroom and turn the water on and people can't hear me. But (laughs) yes, crying moves 
things from our body and I am now a crier. I never used to be, but I cry all the time now. <laughs> it's just I'm very sensitive and I'm learning to love it. But I posted this because I wanted people to see that even through healing, even through having all the tools in the world at your fingertips, you're going to have moments where you feel like a failure or feel like you messed up or feel like you're off track. And you might not show it how I do. You may not cry. You might get angry. You might lash out and scream at people. And you might do things that you regret. But by doing that and showing you that part of my life, I'm here to tell you that those moments are not bad. It's how you handle them and you move forward that counts. And we're all going to mess up. We are all going to hurt people in our lives because that is the human experience. And it is teaching our children that when we mess up, we handle it in a mindful way. We don't ignore it. We don't blame others. We take accountability. We show up. We deal with our stuff. And we make amends by apologizing, by trying to show up differently. I always tell my kids, when I first started this journey, I was, they were probably around three and five, and that is when I started to feel really, I, I struggled with discipline, and I didn't know how to discipline, so I did timeouts, I tried spanking, I tried taking toys away, and the one time that I had spanked my oldest daughter, I tapped her on her bottom, and she turned around. And she looked me in the eyes and she said really loud and screamed it in my face, you are hurting me. And she screamed at me and I stopped and I just started crying. And I was in shock because I never would have thought to say that to my parents growing up when they would spank us or anything because it just didn't occur to me that I had the right to say those things or I had the right to stand up for myself. And she just had the biggest, I'm going to say balls, I guess, but I'm going to also say vagina because I think vaginas are stronger than balls. <laughs> Sorry, too, too much, um, but that's me. <laughs> um, to just stand up to me. This bigger person is standing over you, angry and smacked your bottom. And she had the guts to be like, don't touch me. Like, who do you think you are to touch me and spank me? And that wasn't the part that got me was that she was standing up to me. The part that got me was that I heard her. I didn't even, like, in that moment, I know it sounds really stupid, but I just wanted control. I wanted my inner world to be calm. And I thought by getting control of her, scaring her or making her feel like she needed to do something, my way and then she would just conform and do it I was going to find peace in me and when she said I you hurt me I never spanked her again I never did it again because it snapped something inside of me awake where I was like wow this little five-year-old is teaching me that I don't have to parent the way my parents did or the way society makes us feel we need to I don't have to do this anyway. I need to learn my child. 
I need to first learn myself because I don't even know myself. I'm just doing what someone told me to do. And I didn't even question it. I just showed up in my parenting the way society and my parents and everybody modeled to me. And I didn't even, I didn't even think prior to that moment what parenting I wanted to do. I just did what others told me. I knew I was going to be the fun mom and like artsy and do all those things, but I didn't know how to discipline. I just knew what I knew. And that moment forever changed my life and I'm so grateful to have been given such a strong-willed daughter and all four of my children are so strong-willed and very 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 determined to do things their way and they constantly challenge and they constantly question and some days that is difficult and I want to be like, oh, I wish you just shut up and do what I want because <laughs> it would be so much easier. But they're teaching me how to grow into this confident, strong woman that I never was. I just did what I was told and I kept quiet. Although that's not so much true. I was not very good in high school. I rebelled and I was trying to test limits in high school. And then when I became a mom, that ended actually when I came um, a teacher that ended because I was so fearful of losing my job and like standing up to the man was going to get me (laughs) fired and I needed money to survive and I was not going to stand up and I wasn't going to shake the system and I wasn't going to speak my mind because I now had to be a certain type of person and then I had kids and then I had to even be more structured because I couldn't let them down and it was these girls have rocked my world and I feel like I'm born again and I don't know what the hell to do and so I went on this learning streak of trying to figure out how to do this and the more I learned about parenting techniques the more I wanted to scream because I would try to gentle parent but no one would listen they would take advantage of me and I was a mess and they were a mess and I was losing my mind and so I really sat with mindful parenting. I I looked at my mindful empowerment ideas and I'm like, what am I doing here? What is mindful parenting? What is gentle parenting? What is all of these structures? I went to therapy to learn how to parent. I, you know, I did all these things and nothing ever felt good because I was constantly viewing myself as a failure. I was viewing myself as a failure because I was trying to conform to what someone wanted me to do, what was expected of me what type of child I'm supposed to produce. And that doesn't sit well with me anymore. And that really actually pisses me off. It pisses me off, one, because people are constantly telling me in books and and tutorials of like, how do I need to do this? When actually you just need to be your freaking self. You just need to accept your kids. You need to learn self-regulation. You need to understand your triggers and your wounds and how to manage them. And you need to learn how to reassure and validate yourself when you fuck up because you're going to, because you're human. And that's it. That is mindful parenting. That is you show the fuck up every day. Excuse my language. You show up and you be yourself and you try every day to be your best self. You try to love your kids the best you can. You try to support them and help them and hold space for them to feel and fail 
And when they fail, we don't beat them up with their words and our actions. We freaking support them and say, that was hard for you. And I'm so sorry that you felt that way. Or I'm so sorry that that happened to you. That must have been really hard. Holding space for our kids and knowing and accepting, just coming to terms with you are going to be a failure. They are going to be a failure at some point. But looking at fail, fails and failure as good instead of bad is also the key. And how do we do that? We do that by first accepting our failures. Because if we don't look at our failures, we don't look at things that we're struggling with and figure out why does this feel like a failure to me? Why, why does it feel like I, I'm not doing well? And evaluate it, make a plan, show up a different way, try it out. That, that is where you are making the most impactful parenting model is there, is in that little nugget of showing your kids your failures, showing them your process of how do you deal with that? Do you take it out on other people? Do you lash out at them? Do you hide away in your room for days? depressed? Do you walk through the house moping? Or do you take an action step and try again and you reset? You feel what you need to feel in moderation around your children and you show up and you make adjustments as needed. You connect to your kids. You show them why why did mommy lash out? My, mommy was rushing you and yelling and freaking out this morning. I'm so sorry that I, I rushed you and I made you feel that way. I wasn't being mindful. I'm feeling really tired or I'm in a lot of pain today and I didn't take a minute to breathe and connect to myself. I'm so sorry that I made you feel rushed or overwhelmed. Give them a hug. Connect to them. If they don't want to hug you, just that little love and acceptance of like, hey, I messed up. I'm sorry. I'm going to try better tomorrow. I'm going to try better right now. I'm going to get my shit together and I'm going (laughs) to fix this situation right now. And that is key. And when I shared that video of me crying in the bathroom, it wasn't to make anybody feel pity for me. It wasn't to, you know, trick you into believing that my coaching or my mindful ideas are the best. It is simply to show you you're not alone. It is simply to show you on the hard days when you want to give up, when you think, what is the fucking point of this? Why did I do this? As I have thought many times, like I must not why would I be given such beautiful children if I was such a shitty parent? You know, like we have these moments and we need to face them and we need to accept them. And I want you to just know you're not alone. You're not alone. And you're doing a fan freaking tastic job. And I'm so proud of you. The fact that you are even thinking of anything mindful, the fact that you are searching, because I know, I know you're doing it. After a big problem happens in your life, you go and you Google how do I get my kids to listen? How do I be a better mom? How do I be a better dad? Why can't my kids sit still for two seconds to eat dinner? You Google and it takes you 10,000 years to find a freaking answer and none of the answers work <laughs> because we're not being mindful with ourselves. And believe it or not, you are the key to the change that needs to happen in your house. And I know that sucks. Oh man, I hate that. <laughs> that triggered me. <laughs> Because 
it's a trigger that I have because I always, especially as a mother, no offense to you fathers, I know you do a lot, but as a mom, we have these, how do I say it? We have this burden upon ourselves almost where we, we're kind of held to a different standard and maybe that is self-made. Maybe that is from our society. I don't, I'm not here to analyze that, but I'm here to tell you that we have this vision that like things are always on the mom to fix things. Mom comes up with the schedule. Mom comes up with this. Mom is the, the burdened parent with emotional shit and all the things that you don't see in a day. The mom, most of the time, not all the time, does that work. And it is hard. And so when I say this to you, I know you're just like, oh, that's one more thing for me to do. I know. But no. What I mean by this is prioritize yourself. And I know that's hard. And I know that thing seems counterintuitive. I've been there. (laughs) Some days I'm still there. But if you prioritize your physical, mental, emotional well-being, and you take time for yourself to build these routines into your schedule, you will you will show up differently. And by you simply being centered in your body and your mind and your emotions, you're going to respond different. And the blow-ups from your kids or the issues with your husbands or wives are going to diminish. And they might not diminish completely because that's human nature, but the extent of their reach is going to be limited because you're not responding, you're not fueling it. And so when I say it's upon you to change your life, to change the outcome of the world around you, I simply mean living more mindfully and taking care of yourself, putting yourself first. It's not selfish. I don't mean going out and having to get your nails done unless it's something that fuels you. I don't do that. Excuse me. I don't do that. And I do it myself. That's something that I feel it's, I feel like it's a waste of my money because I don't know, it just doesn't, my, my the nails don't last not long enough on me. I must have some kind of weird <laughs> thing about my nails. They, people laugh at me, but they pop off my fingers and I'm like, I don't understand <laughs> what is happening. It's such a waste of my money. So I do it myself. Um, but I mean, taking time to fuel your mind, read books or do um, exercise that makes your body feel good, spend time with friends. Go out for walks by yourself. Go out on a date. Spend money on yourself if that feels good for you. Finding out what makes you feel your best and doing that daily, weekly. And slowly, start slow. You know, as you're starting this journey, start slow and then work your way up. But I'm going to hear, I'm going to be here. I'm going to be here and I'm going to be here. And so when you feel like you're stuck and you don't know what to do, you don't know how to make the shift. You're just feeling like you're in this loop of I'm tried everything and nothing's working. Coaching can be for you. And again, not here to push this upon you. You have your own journey. And that's why I made the me journeys because it's about you, me. You say it's me. It's my journey. It's my mindful empowerment journey. Me stands for mindful empowerment, but it also stands for me, the person who is taking the lead is you. And when you work with me, 
It is not me pushing an agenda on you. It is not me telling you to fit into these boxes. We talk about your life. We talk about, I do teach you skills. I teach you breath work. I teach you um, like mindfulness um, work, inner child healing strategies, things that you can use. They're tools and you pick and choose and then we adapt them to your life. How do you build a mindful life? Um, one of my clients wanted to build a workout routine and as we began to dig into her idea of what a workout routine is, that changed and she realized that she looked at workout as one specific thing and she realized that working out in her day-to-day life was happening every day and she wasn't giving herself the credit. And so sometimes it's just looking at your life in a different view and from a different angle and that's what coaches can help you do. And so if you're curious, just apply online. You don't, wait, by you applying does not mean that you must work with me. It just simply gets you in to have a chat with me. We talk about it. We see if we're a good fit. If not, then we we move on with our lives. Um, But if you're interested, you can apply online through the website link in my podcast, or you can go to Instagram and it's on there as well. And I am here for you. I am offering, this is um, the last day, Monday, the, what day is it? I don't even know what day it is. Um, Monday, November 11th. If you are listening to this today or tomorrow, um, the Tuesday, the 8th, you still have an opportunity to win a free 30-minute session. I have a few more left. So if you are interested, you can DM me on, um, on Instagram or you can also just send me an email or apply online and mention um, Tuesday giveaways and I will um, gift you the 30-minute free coaching session so you can get a taste of what it's like. And that's all I have for you today. Um, Stay tuned. Come back next week and I'm going to be talking about uh, a course or a class that I'm going to be offering in the next uh, week or so. And so If you are a parent who is tired of people telling you what to do, this course is going to be for you and you're going to enjoy the heck out of it. And it is going to be so fun. So I'm sending you all the love. I'm so proud of you. Keep working on being the best parent you are because guess what? You're already a phenomenal parent. The fact that you are even thinking about being a better parent. Love you all. Happy journeys and enjoy your day.